and welcome to Getting to Know ACS with Tracy and Jasmine. So today we have two guests. Yes. So we have Miss Lisa James. She's from EFMP Medical. And then we have Miss Cynthia Potter, who is from EFMP um, ACS. So Cynthia, I'm not Cynthia, I'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at Lisa call her Cynthia. But anyway, my, my fault. Anyway, Lisa, so before we jump into the questions, would you like to tell us just a little bit about yourself? Give us a little bit of your background. Hi, my name is Lisa James. I work at the EFMP office at Mendoza on Bigsfield. I am a social service assistant slash case coordinator. I'm prior military, all here at Fort Bliss. Oh, okay. Bliss. All right. So you're, you're kind of like a Fort Bliss native, huh? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. So one of the things I think um, EFMP is probably one of the most confusing programs mm -hmm. that are that we have here at Fort Bliss or anywhere for that matter. Yeah. So the first question that I want to ask, we've already had Cynthia on the podcast before and kind of got the perspective of the ACS side of the house. So Lisa, can you tell us? what the difference is between what you all do on the medical side of the house with EFMP versus what we do on our side of the house in ACS. So if you can give us a little spill of what EFMP medical is actually about. EFMP medical is a mandatory program. We do enrollments for family members, um, not so much as everyone thinks you have to have a special need it's not so much as someone who has a special need but if you have medical services that you see a specialist more than once a year um, we encourage you to enroll in the event that you pcs um, we do the overseas screenings we do updates we do the disenrollments um, if there is any way that we can help you with your referrals we also do that we do have an efmp provider that is strictly efmp who goes over the paperwork that the patients um, bring into our office. Um, we do reach out to ACS um, installation EFMP. Um, a lot of times there are things that is from the other side of the house that EFMP Medical does not do. We do have a small hand in, but we like to refer you over to the people who actually specialize in that part of the EFMP process. Okay, so what are some examples that you would refer to ACS EFMP. In the event that family members may need services or help with their IEPs, as far as speaking with a navigator, um, they do the outside sources, they do the family groups. You have um, a family member, say a child with autism, and you want to get with other family members who have children with autism. ACS is the place to go for that. They can connect you with other family members so that you don't feel like you're alone. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Cynthia, you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah. Um, basically, just like Ms. James said, we are family services. So, okay. um, pretty much everything outside of the medical aspect of EFMP, we can't do your medical paperwork. We can't do any of that. But, again, if you need help, you know, um, with your IEPs or 504s, if you need help um, reimagining the, the goals for those things, we can attend those meetings with you, myself, or the navigators. Um, we provide community resources for um, a, a vast amount of providers who accept TRICARE here mm. in El Paso. Um, we help through a lot of things, even the enrollment process. We can provide the paperwork for you, tell you how to complete it, but we can't look it over for you when you complete it. We can't anything. That's all mistake. Okay, so, so go question. ahead. Um, 
lots of calls that you've yeah. gotten before. Can you see, I guess, their progress in the paperwork? So I cannot. Um, okay. It's two separate sides of the same system. Yes. She yes. has a different access than I do. Mm -hmm. I can see when you are put into the system okay. and what your expiration date is. Um, as far as like your medical documentation and stuff, I cannot see that. Okay. That would be solely an EFMP medical. Got it. Okay. Yes. So I just want to clarify because mm -hmm. I think this is where it gets confused. Yes. It's confusing. <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. It's because you just mentioned that you will assist with enrollment. You guys actually do the enrollment. Yes. Okay. We do the enrollment for medical and for educational. So. Okay. So um, EFMP medical. Yes. Does the enrollment. Yes. Mm -hmm. EFMP ACS can assist with the enrollment. Yes. Okay. And help with that paperwork. But solely, but um really the the main focus of the enrollment falls on the medical side of the house. Yes. Okay. okay. So I just want to clear that up yeah. because you know people hear that and all they're hearing is enrollment ACS. Let's go over there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think one of the things is I think um EFMP and ACS may seem a little more accessible yes. mm -hmm. than um, right. the medical side of the house. So with that being said, what is the whole process to get someone screened and why would someone need to be screened for EFMP? So the family members, there's two different kinds of screenings. We can speak on the um, screening for enrollment. If you're doing a new enrollment, if you're doing an update or even a disenrollment. Um, you will get the 2792, which is the medical enrollment form. Um, that paperwork will be filled out by the patient's provider. Um, EFMP does not do the paperwork for the patient. All the medical information that comes about that provider or that patient um, comes from their provider who's actually treating the patient. Um, a lot of times... We don't need it from the actual primary care manager. If you're seeing a specialist and that specialist is treating you, not so much as your PCM, it can come from just the specialist. Um, they will fill out their part. You're going to fill out your demographics. You're going to fill out the medical release to, let, to say that provider can review your medical history. Once all of that is done, you're going to bring that form back to the Mendoza Clinic, the medical side of the house for EFMP. And then we're going to sit down and we're going to go over that whole process with you as far as if there's any diagnosis missing, um, do you have anything that you think that should be on here that is not on here? Um, we're going to go over all of that with you. Then you're going to sign that form. We're going to sign that form to make sure that you agree with everything that's on there. And we're going to give you a copy of what you gave to us in the event that there is a misplacement of paperwork. If you miss your paperwork or you need another copy, we'll keep a copy on hand for three years. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, of that form. And so with that, to be realistic, because I know when I did levies, gosh, people would be like, well... I have a week until I leave. What do I have to do? And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, so <laughs> short. how much time should they give you guys to process that or to do complete that process? Yeah. Speaking on the um, overseas screening process, mm -hmm. as soon as you get an RFO, as soon as you get that welcome letter. OK, so just for people who may not soon be. As soon as you get uh, those orders. OK. You come down on assignment. <laughs> I'm sorry. As soon as you come down on assignment. You should start your process for your overseas screening for your family members. Got it. Okay. Yes, it is not an overnight process because 
a lot of families do need to update the EFMP. That is the time when we find people who should be enrolled in the EFMP that are not. Yes. So we're going to send you out to that provider to get that paperwork completed, which is going to take time because, again, you may see someone off post. It may take you a while to get that paperwork completed. Yeah. So we encourage you, encourage, encourage, encourage you, please, please, please get that form filled out and start your process for overseas screening as soon as you know you have orders. And okay. stay on top of your updates. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think that I, yeah. that's an important part. I think once people get into the system, mm-hmm. then they, they're like, oh, well, we're in it. Right. And then they forget to update it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that will also cause them a delay. A delay. Yeah. Because if your EFMP is about to expire, we will have to send you out to update it because no one moves on expired EFMP. So just because your family member is already enrolled does not mean that you should not check on it because things may have changed from the time you previously enrolled and we need to make sure that the services that you no longer need are coming off of your EFMP enrollment because we don't want anything to hinder you when it comes time for you to PCS. So speaking of expiration dates, so if the EFMP, say for instance, they have their orders to go overseas um, and their EFMP family member, their paperwork is going to expire in like three months. Now, could they potentially leave with those, you know, with it being that close to expiring or should they just go ahead and get it renewed? They should update it when they hit should, they should have at least a year out. Oh, okay. So, so if that's... you're at three months, you missed we it. encourage you <laughs> <laughs> to update your EFMP as soon as you get orders that go overseas because it's determination, the approval process is on the gaining installation. They want to know what services that you're going to need before you get there, not you're there and now your EFMP is about to expire. Because a lot of times we screen you, you still have four or five months before you're going to PCS, before you're actually going to leave mm-hmm. Fort Bliss. So by the time you get there, your EFMP expired, it's too late because they may not have services for you. So we encourage you, once you get that year out, start updating your EFMP. If you know you updated a year before and things have changed, those diagnoses no longer exist, or you have added new diagnosis, or your children are no longer on IEPs, please bring your paperwork in so we can get it updated. Because again, it saves you a lot of time when you're trying to go overseas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that's important too, what you're saying about the screening, the importance of that. But can you elaborate a little more on why it's so important that our family members get these screenings? Because, you know, it seems like that's something that people tend to put off as not being high priority. So I think it sounds like this should be like at the top of the list. It should be at the top of the list. Um, a lot of times... I know people think Fort Bliss in general um, is is huge and other installations that you've been to previously. Um, I've been there before. I can go back. Things change. Um, EFMP is there to make sure that the services, the medical services are available for your family members um, before you leave here. So the new installation will know if they can provide those services because a lot of places do not have services that you've been there four years ago or five years ago, things change day to day with the military. A lot of the providers that the family members see are military. They PCS as well. They're not there at that installation for the whole career. So you may have seen a specialist at one installation and you're going back and you're denied. The services may no longer be available. 
Okay, because that specialist, he could have left. He could have he, he could have left right. and, and, and went someplace else. He could have gotten out the military. Um, a lot of times on the network, and we do go 100 miles out, all EFMPs, we don't just look for care on post. Okay. We look for care on post and out on the network, and we can go 100 miles out to okay. look for care for you. But again, if the clinics are overwhelmed, if there are a shortage of providers, including off-post, and they can't meet your time frame, if your family member needs to be seen quarterly or monthly, and they can't provide that care for you at that time, they're going to deny you. That's why we say make sure that your information is updated for your EFMP because we don't know if your treatment plan changed. Only you and your provider know that. So we encourage you to update every chance you get update your EFMP so when that inquiry that comes from HRC who puts that soldiers on orders, when they send that to that gain in installation, they're getting correct information on your medical care. Okay. okay. And then just to clarify too, I know it falls, it's a mandatory program for the service members. However, can their spouses stay on top of this as well or only the service members can do that? Well, the reminder goes to the soldiers mm-hmm. um, because it's coming from HRC, which is human resources. But the, the people we need to see are the spouses. <laughs> yes, yes. The ones who are taking the kids to the appointments yes. and the ones who are going to the IEP meetings mm-hmm. and, you know, the spouses that are enrolled in EFMP, we encourage you, please, please, please stay up on that three-year mark. Don't wait till you're at three years and say, oh, well, yeah, we're going overseas and we're good. No, 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 no. That's, okay. That causes a large delay. Yeah, your okay. process. Okay. And I think that was a real good question, Jasmine, because like you said, it's it's the family members who are in the program. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how can those spouses that are, you know, know that their kids are in the EFMP or that they themselves are in the EFMP program, how can they be proactive in making sure that everything is in line so that when the soldier does leave, you know, get orders to go somewhere that, you know, they don't have to be jumping through hoops and complaining that their paperwork is sitting somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Our office is open Monday through Friday from 7.30 to 3. We're at lunch from 12 to 1. Please, our doors are open. Come by our office. If you think your EFMP may be expiring, we can give you a copy of the printout of their previous enrollment. We encourage you to come by. If you're going to update your EFMP, please come by our office and pick up a copy because previous diagnosis have to be addressed on your new updated information. We can't just take the new stuff and leave the old stuff there. We need you to come by, pick up a copy, stay on top of your expiration dates, medical and education. Because again, like we say, we'll hold you up for your process, not just overseas, but also stateside. Because no one, including stateside, moves on expired EFMP. Even if you're going right down the road, if you're at Fort Bliss and you're going to White Sands or you're going to Kirtland or mm-hmm. a move is a move for the Army. Mm-hmm. If you're going from unit to unit on Fort Bliss, if you're going to, you do not move on expired EFMP. Yeah. So we encourage you to come by our office. We are here. We can give you a copy of your enrollment. We can go over the dates with you, the expiration dates. We can go over your your previous diagnosis to see if this information is still current so that we can make sure that it's updated and and send you in the right direction of who can fill out that paperwork for you. And I think you said something very important. 
that moving from unit to unit, you can actually get stopped because your EFMP your, paperwork. Your EFMP is I think expired. A, I think a lot of people are on the impression that EFMP is only for when you're going overseas. overseas. So I think it was good that you said that. Um, another thing that comes up is the whole compassionate reassignment yes. stuff. So how does that process work when service members are trying to get compassionate reassignments? And what role does EFMP play for the compassionate reassignments, we don't have a big hand in the process for compassionates. That is done through HRC, okay. through Human Resources. Um, the only role we have is making sure your EFMP is updated, which we encourage you to come by. If you have a new diagnosis you're enrolling for, um, make sure the information is correct when you bring that form to us. Uh, again, we're going to go over it with you. We were going, we will give you a copy of your enrollment and it has to be updated. You cannot do a compassionate reassignment on expired EFMP. So please <laughs> make sure that it is updated. So you don't just come and say, I need a copy of my enrollment and I'm doing a compassionate and it's expired. It, it won't be accepted. HRC will turn it around and push it back to you. So we will give you a copy of your EFMP enrollment. You're going to go to your unit, get the compassionate packet, add that copy that we've given you to that packet. And all of that goes through your unit to go up to HRC Medical. Okay. okay. So, again, key there. No movement. <laughs> no movement. <laughs> Unexpired EFMP. Yeah. So, it sounds like this is really, EFMP is really important. Yes. To make sure that you stay up on top of we that. We need to make sure that the care that you're needing is going to be provided at your gaining installation. And the only way they're going to know that is the information that they're receiving that's in that system is correct. Okay. So, to clarify that as well, because, again, we've gotten so yeah. many calls. <laughs> we get all they the calls. cannot do their due diligence. Right. Like the spouse, they'll call and say, well, I called. They said they have spots available. That's not how it works. The, they can call and check. <laughs> they can call. Yes, they can call and check um, on can, outside okay. for network. OK. But again, they have to also take in consideration um, when you're calling the installation, there's a whole lot of other people calling that installation also. So, you know, they can't answer every phone call, see everyone who's walking in to answer your question if you're not at that installation. Okay. So, yes, you can call and you can do your diligence. But again, the providers leave. Yes. The off-post providers that are TRICARE, a lot of times the TRICARE websites are not updated. Mm -hmm. So you can call and say, look on their website and it says taking new patients does not mean that they are taking new patients. Call the clinic and find out if they're actually taking TRICARE. Are they really taking new patients? Um, can they really truly see your child at the time that you, your child needs to be seen? Hmm. Because just going onto the website and seeing a name, a lot of times it's, it's expired. So um, you can do your due diligence, but that, again, does not mean that it's going to be an uh, automatic acceptance to that installation. Okay. Because I think, you know, like you said, I can call, mm -hmm. and yes, I'm taking new patients. Maybe I'm only taking two new patients. Yes. And then two people come in when I get off the phone, so that And by the time is, you get there, it's gone. There's, there are no services. Exactly. Because right. okay. what happens yes. when you get there in six months? Yes. All the new patient spots are gone. Because they're, exactly. they're thinking you're at, you're saying right now that mm -hmm. you're here, and yes, we have a spot for you, and we can see your child, but you're not going to get there for like four or five months. Mm -hmm. What happens then? Yeah. So that does not mean just because you did your diligence that it's going to to be accepted. It all depends on that installation's EFMP because they know what services are available in their area that they are using. Okay. okay. Yes. Good. Good information. So, what is a MPD? <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who's going to answer that. <laughs> the military processing division. So MPD is where you would go to get your orders. That's where reassignments is okay. is okay. under. Okay. So that's what it is. And then is. at what point does the MPD come in? What, so they're who you get your orders from. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's where you would start so like HR. Medical, okay. we would reach out to them once we have finished your screening. It's completed. We will request a DA form 5888 from okay. MPD. That form is what our providers sign off on to say that we have completed your overseas screening process for your family, which helps for your command sponsorship. Okay. Yes. Okay. So another question that I think Cynthia can attest to and Jasmine, yeah. um, People ask, why does it take so long? <laughs> uh, Got to put you on the spot. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> we, we hear it too when they walk in. It, it takes a long time. Again, if the FMP is expired, if you're not enrolled in the FMP and we have to enroll you in the FMP, there is a process of we still have to get that yes. paperwork done. We still have to have your provider complete the form. Um, your child may need an evaluation um, that you have an open referral that you did not go to. All of that goes into consideration for that process of time. That is why we do recommend and express, please start early because it's not overnight. We cannot process your paperwork in two weeks. Yes. Um, overseas has up to 30 days to reply for your command sponsorship. That's their 30 days on top of everyone else from every other installation whose paperwork is going to that destination. So. Um, as far as for here at Fort Bliss, again, we have to put it in the system. We have to wait for your providers to complete your paperwork. We have to wait for you to get your physicals. We have to wait for you to close out those referrals and go to those appointments. It is not a simple process. It's so, a lot of problems. Yes, it, there is a lot, especially if you're newly enrolled and we're sending you to specialists, we're sending you back to your PCM. It takes time. Right. And especially if they're going to like a specialist that's off post. Yes. And their timeline, a lot it's of times, they don't, they don't have that s sense of urgency right. that, no. that we would have. That you would have on post. On post. Yes. Okay. We cannot tell the doctors off post to see you same day. Right. We cannot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we would like to be able to get you in as soon as possible, but we also have to take into effect that. Everyone else who lives in El Paso who sees that specialist has an appointment already. Yeah. Right. And so it's not just military. It's not just military. You know, it's, it's the, yeah. the, um, and if there are civilians, people who live in El Paso, um, mil other military families, mm -hmm. it's not just, okay, I'm going overseas, I go first. Right. 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 So we encourage yeah, you. That's why we <laughs> encourage you to please start early. Yes, oh, yeah. please start I early. I've got people at Levy that would ask me questions and be like, well, I'm leaving in like two months, but my kids are supposed to be enrolled. And I'm just like, look, I'm not even going to lie to you. You ain't going nowhere. You are we, we, we will encourage you. If you know that you have a short suspense date and you have not started your process for your overseas screening for your family members, please do not take leave if your process has not started yet. We're going to need that time yes. to get your paperwork done and complete it in the event that you may have to be enrolled. Right. So, right. It, it is, again, it's not going to be overnight and everyone says oh well, my family's healthy yes everyone's family is healthy who has come through the FMP <laughs> but that is when we find out that you know there may be that something that we may have to enroll you for and every diagnosis that um, you may have may not even be enrollable 
there there is a criteria for enrollments. A lot of people we see with diagnosis say you have high blood pressure, but you're controlled. You right. only see your primary care manager. It's not something that we would enroll you for. Okay. Your child has ADHD, but he only sees a primary care manager. He's not on meds. He does not have an IEP in school. It's just medication. Wouldn't meet criteria for enrollment. He has no IEP. He does not see a psychiatrist, psychologist, no social work. It's just ADHD does not meet criteria for enrollment. So I know a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, I have something and I may be enrolled. It does not mean that we're going to enroll you, but it is always better to be safe than Mm -hmm. sorry. So at least that doctor has put that note in the system saying that, you know, we don't need to enroll you. This does not meet criteria and we can push you on out and move you on your way. Okay. Yes. So I know during COVID, you guys weren't seeing people in person. Yes. So are you now seeing people in person or do they still have to no now our clinic is open please 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 come in we are fully staffed um there are case coordinators social service we are there to help you as much as we can but again you still have your part in it we Mm -hmm. can't do your part you know we still encourage you to give you the paperwork take it to the provider another thing people um, don't know is that when you get the 2792s completed and filled out, please don't hold on to them. Any package that you have held on to is over six months old, six months, we can accept it. And we have families who get the 2792s filled out and don't bring them in to us. So last minute you bring them in and it's six months old, we do have to give that information back to you because we don't know if your medical care if your, has changed, yeah. if your frequency of care has changed. You may not see that specialist anymore. Oh. Um, say you're getting speech therapy and your child didn't need it anymore. And say you're not getting it weekly or you're not getting it bi-weekly, but your paperwork says you are. We cannot take that paperwork if it's six months and older. So once you get it thought out by your provider, please bring it in to us. Yes. Yes. So a lot of this with EFMP, it seems like a lot of the issues that come up aren't necessarily the process. It's people procrastinating. They do have to do their diligence. We do. I mean, again, no one wants to be enrolled. And there is this this thought that it's going to hurt my husband's career. That. But it's, it's not. That's not the purpose of VFMP. We're not trying to separate the families. Mm-hmm. We want to keep you together. We want your families to travel together. But again, the purpose of EFMP is to make sure that the medical services for the family is available where you are moving to. We do not want you to get there and then there is no care. And then your medical care and and your diagnosis start deteriorating because then you have to wait to be moved because the army has to find somewhere for that soldier to go because he still has to soldier right we get the family members are sick but the purpose of that soldier is to soldier right so um they have to have a a new installation to go to hrc has to do the research they have to find a place where your husband can go or your spouse can go um, with their rank and their job before they can find a place with medical services for you because it all has to go hand in hand it all ties in so we would love for you to come by our office we can go over this paperwork with you um 
for compassionists, we will give you a copy. We will make sure that your EFMP is updated. We'll make sure that if there's stuff on there that does not need, that needs to be removed, we will tell you the process. We will help talk to your providers if need be. Um, We're there for the soldiers. We're there for the family members. Okay. Okay. So can you give me an example, if you have one, of how EFMP actually benefited, you know, from somebody actually enrolling and ending up going somewhere that was beneficial to them versus going somewhere that would not have been. Well, we, a feel-good story, well, I guess. We, we've had, I mean, we have had family members, um, we can say, um, again, because a lot of the family members get um, caught overseas. We've had family members who have went overseas who changed their EFMP um, to go overseas, um, saying that they don't need the services anymore. And then they get there and you st- they start asking for referrals for the diagnosis that they said they no longer have just so you can get overseas but now you're there and you're asking for referrals services aren't available so that means that your family will now will be separated because they have to come back to the states right overseas cannot provide the care for you they can't keep you there so um that is again we need to keep it current we need to put all diagnoses on there Everyone wants to go overseas. I would love to go to Italy right now. Okay. Yeah, I would right. love to. <laughs> but, but if the services are not available, please keep your information current because it's not EFMP that's separating you. We can't separate the families. We don't have that authority. Mm-hmm. But your medical conditions and your medical care is what keeps you from going if the services are not available. Um, we've had families who have come here to Fort Bliss um, from previous installations who did not have services a lot of people do compassionists come to for bliss. Um, we hear about how their kids have advanced, how the spouses have advanced because now they are receiving care that they really needed and couldn't get beforehand. You know, the kids are coming off their IEPs, you know, um, as far as diagnosis, you know, they've received the care that they've needed. Um, love their providers because we do have good providers here um, and again some of those diagnoses are coming off of their EFMP enrollment because you know they're better yeah, yeah. so, so it's, yeah. it's really just for the benefit of your family yes to make sure that everybody is getting the care that they need yes. that they're able to see the specialists that they need yes instead like you said instead of going somewhere and then you find out you get there and there's no one there for them right. and their condition their condition starts to deteriorate yes so, right. yes so, um you asked for a feel-good story. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you. My family is EFMP. Okay. Um, I have a child who is EFMP enrolled for both medical and educational. Okay. Um, we are about to disenroll educational because we came here to Fort Bliss with access to the appropriate care that he needs. We have made significant strides in what he's able to do. So... We, starting next school year, will no longer be on an IEP. Oh, that's awesome. So we will no longer be educationally enrolled. So I just want to express how important it is to have that continuity of care and continue what you guys are doing from duty station to duty station because this is what you're looking for. Right. This is what everybody works for is, is, is that success story, is that, is that, you know, that happy ending. Right. So I have one. It is possible. So that's awesome. I mean, I think that's great. So hopefully we've covered a lot. I think yeah. we've covered a lot in this yeah. short yeah. amount of time. Is there anything that I didn't ask that you want to speak on? Or is there any information that, that we didn't give out that you guys want to give out before we close? 
Um, as far as the medical side of the house, again, please come by, come see us. They're um, open. We're, we're open. Yes. We're, we are open. Um, please come by and see us. I mean, that is, we are here for you. Okay. We are here to help you as much as we can. Um, paperwork, um, just to sit down and go over, you know, just talk about your issues so we can help direct you to, you know, someone who can help you. Because we do reach out to a lot of the providers off post. Um, we do have a good camaraderie with other um, EFMPs at other installations. Um, we do talk. We talk with ACS EFMP. Right. Um, I know one's on main post and we're on bigs, but we do need to keep that communication going between us so that we can work hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything that we can help you with, please come by and see us. Okay, yeah. awesome. It's the same thing for me, you know. A lot of people come to ACS because they see EFMP. Right. Um, don't don't shoot the messenger when I refer you to medical because <laughs> I, can't, I can't do the paperwork for you guys. Um, I wish I could, but I can't. But um, that's exactly it is we work hand in hand. So when I refer people to go to medical, it's not because I don't want to do your paperwork. I don't want to do things right. for you. I can't. So... It's not that you're trying to make them run all over. Right. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to get you to the place that's right. going this to. Right, this is where you need to go. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So one last question for you, Lisa. Yes. You know, you've been in the hot seat over that's here. Right. <laughs> right. So all of our guests, we usually like to ask them what brings them joy working at ACS. But of course, you don't work at ACS. So my question to you is, what brings you joy working in the EFMP program on the medical side of the house? Well, again, I am pro-military. And when I was active duty, my kids were also enrolled in EFMP. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I love helping because I was a soldier before. So I know what comes with being on that side of the fence. Um, I was a spouse of a military, so I know what comes from that side of the fence. I love helping fellow soldiers. Um, I love helping the family members. Um, being on that side and knowing that, you know, we do have that mindset that, oh, they're behind the door. You know, they're back there drinking coffee, eating donuts. <laughs> no, they don't want to help me. I promise you we're not back there eating donuts and drinking coffee. That does sound good. Yeah, no, it does. I mean, I'm hungry. Um, we are back there actually working, getting your packets put into the system so that we can help you move. So what brings me joy? helping i i really enjoy what i do i i do i've been doing this since 2006. oh okay yeah, wow yes here at four bliss oh, so wow. i really do enjoy helping the family members yes to see awesome. a smile knowing that you know you've helped them to get to their goals yes i like that yes. well thank you so much so lisa thank, thank you for joining us today cynthia thank you again yes. for joining us as well so with that being said we're going to close it out so this is getting to know acs with tracy and jasmine don't forget to hit that subscribe and that bell. Bye! Bye.